A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part, Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. More and more entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path and interest in franchising is at an all time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of Fran Bridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health, and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. And he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. Being a successful business owner, someone who has freedom in their life to do what they want when they want, that has more money coming in, almost passively than they have going out to be somewhere where one in a hundred or one in a thousand people ever get isn't just given probably so far in a nutshell ready go beautiful grandmas on motorcycles i think the prices are amazing and i think i might live here for like two thousand dollars a month but also i need to work on my negotiation skills because i totally got taken advantage at kudu beach <laughs> There's really big geckos that like to crawl on your walls and really cool beaches and really pretty views. Saw some statues, turned 18, did some cool flips, went surfing, went e-fall boarding. Snakes fall from the ceilings of our bedroom and some intense cells beach bombarding. For me so far, it's been minimal clothing. Tara's really enjoyed that, but they found my luggage, so guess that's going to have to come to an end. Sorry, babe. Wow. Traffic is kind of crazy and babies ride in the middle of their parents on scooters with no helmets or seatbelts or anything, just cruising along. We are in Bali and we've been here for like 10 days and we're just leaving Uluwatu. So far we've been in Jimbaran, then Uluwatu, and now we are on our way to Abud. And I think we just got put through a funnel. 
our second funnel, and I think we're on the way to our third funnel to give you like a little show, which is kind of cool, showing you do the handmade stuff, and then they take you into their store, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's like, you want to buy this? Then they hover around you. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting to see the different kinds of sales and marketing, right, Britt? It's been very interesting because it gives me flashbacks because when I was younger, I'd do stuff like I'd sell Girl Scout cookies or I used to go door to door and like sell cookies or sell like candy and stuff. And I'd always be the opposite of pushy. Like when I'd sell Girl Scout cookies, I wouldn't even say anything. Sometimes I would just sit there and like stare at people. And so it's so interesting because they'll literally like go to you and they will not leave you until you say yes. So gives yeah. you some you know <laughs> so what do you think do you think you should push a little harder or do you think you should back off what's the approach well here i think it's a little too much especially after a while but i feel like if people did it more you definitely would get more yeses because i know for sure i said no to things first and then end up saying yes so yeah. and that actually kind of leads into our lesson today a few days ago i got an email from james metcalf jr we talked with james previously in episode 37 and james is a young soon-to-be father who wants to be better prepared for his child that will be here very soon so he's been a little stressed out but he's been trying to figure out ways to make more money to be able to better provide for his family so in the last episode we talked about some different things that he can do and we've gone back and forth and collectively we kind of came up with the idea based on his abilities and strengths and things that he's good at to start a mobile mechanic business so a while ago he reached out to me and I gave him a challenge and he came up with a reason why he couldn't do that challenge. And in my mind, I was like, okay, but he's not gonna do it. I just knew right away. And so recently I wasn't surprised a few days ago when he reached out to me and said the business was struggling. And I pretty much knew right away what the situation was, but didn't want to assume. So I said, hey, let's hop on a call. And I wanted to get some more information. I was actually gonna record an episode speaking to him and speaking to all of you at the same time. But I thought, let's hop on a call. Let's get a better idea of what's going on. And here's the thing. I was pretty direct with James. But in actuality, I really appreciate him being so vulnerable and willing to share his situation. And let me just kind of be direct with him and upfront. Because I think a lot of you will be able to relate to some of the things we talked about. I think a lot of people struggle with the exact same things as James. In fact, we all struggle with it. I know I've struggled with it. So... I was a little direct with James. You might think I was a little hard on him and a little call it tough love, but I just try to be as open and honest as I could and direct because I know him or no one else is ever going to succeed in business or in, in the things that he wants to accomplish in life if you don't give him the straight up hard facts of what it takes. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I think you'll get a lot out of it. And without any further ado, I give you James Metcalf Jr. Hello? James. Yes. Justin, how's it going, man? Not too bad. How are you? Good. At first, when you said my name, I was like, who is this? Your voice is a lot deeper. I was scared. Sorry. Didn't mean to scare you. (laughs) So what's on your mind? Talk to me about what you're thinking, where you're at, what you've been doing. Well, as of lately, I haven't really been doing much. I just got this new job, but, you know, it's requiring a lot of time away from home and all that stuff, and even though I wasn't supposed to, so that lied to me about that. So that's upsetting at this point. And, you know, I, I always thought with my business I'd be farther than what I am now. I mean, I know I haven't really been doing much and I haven't been too long into it, but it just worries me because, you know, I'm I'm getting to the point where, you know, the baby's almost here and, like, I feel like I haven't done a lot. And, I, you know, I just, I'm scared because, you know, the fact that it is almost here and I don't, 
I barely have anything in saving or anything like that. And money's not really flowing in from my business or from work. So it's like, I'm kind of like at a standstill. Like I don't know what to do. And it's kind of just driving me sick and driving me crazy in its own little way. And I don't know if it's like my business because of like the area I'm in, because there's not really a lot of people that turn to like people like me, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. There's not really a lot of people that would pay in order to get their car fixed. If that makes sense, like if they had to, they just bring it into the dealership to where they got their car from. Or so I mean, and I've always thought like of leaning towards the way of like uh, freelance marketing because I've always wanted to do that. I don't know why. Maybe I'm weird for that, but um, I don't know. There's just a lot, and I feel like I'm not doing enough to sum it up. Okay, so let's let's kind of break down a few of those things. What do you do at your new job? Uh, I basically go around and install a bunch of stuff at customers' houses. This is definitely not my dream job, I can tell you that. Okay, and what are you getting paid for that? Uh, It's a piece rate, so every job is its different rate, which definitely is, I mean, it's not much, and there's no sincere, there's there's no set uh, job amount, so some days I have, like, a couple jobs, and the rest of some days I'll have, like, more, but there's never a set amount because, I mean, that's people basically paying you to come in and install, like, a TV. Like, a lot of people don't do that. So, and I think for, okay. like, a TV installation, it would be, like, like just for that job in total for everything, it would be, like, not even 50 bucks. So, before you were getting paid $18 an hour, are yeah. you making more than that now or less? Well, I just started, but they make it sound good in the beginning, but now, you know, actually getting into it and... I've had one week of training with some guy out in the field and I only did four jobs in 12 hours of, you know, for a week. And that's basically how it is like the whole time. And he literally told me, he was like, this isn't a job you want to, you know, like support your family with. And <laughs> that kind of blew my mind. So okay, that, yeah, that really made me like want to push more into my business and figure out what I'm doing wrong or, you know, if there's something else I could do like the freelance marketing. Let's talk about freelance marketing. What would you do with the freelance marketing? Like what kind of marketing would I do? Yeah, like people will pay you to do marketing is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I haven't like missed it down yet, but um, I, I can do anywhere from social media or I can actually like um, do like banner marketing or email marketing, you know, like uh, SMA or I've even thought about okay. going like, copywriting wrote. So you're saying you have these skills or you would like to learn these skills? I would like to learn those skills because I mean, I'm good. I'm good talking to people. Yeah. And I know basically uh, the up and downs of all the tech, not like uh, all of the computer stuff. So I don't see why Uh I couldn't do it. And yeah. Yeah. So why, why don't you do that then? Because I have no idea who to look at to actually learn from that. Because you know, like I like I told you before, any time you go for a course, it's like thousands upon thousands just you know to get a course. You have no idea if it's going to work or not. And okay, is that is that true all the time? I mean, for everything I found, I I I, I don't really so know. So right now, let, let, me, let, me, let me give you a little perspective here. Right now, you're talking to. Uh, like more than decamillionaire who has and does charge thousands of dollars to talk to people and how much are you paying? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. 
currently, you, you sound like you have a kind of a victim mindset, right? I'm not saying overall you have a victim mindset because I know you're taking action and doing things and you believe in things, but you got to get like, we got to get you out of the like victim down in the dumps mindset, right? Because yeah. you won't, that, that's your number one thing right now, okay? Um, you can learn anything you want and there's nothing holding you back but your mindset and your mind, right? Um, and you can learn it for free, right? There may come a time and place where you're doing well in your business and you're making money and you're like, oh, I want to invest into this course or this thing, but you don't have to do that. Right? Like, I mean, there's so much free stuff online today that can teach you anything you need to know. We literally just hired a content writer and we have several other content writers that we're going to hire and we didn't know how to do SEO or hire content writers. We didn't pay anything for a course. We didn't pay anybody anything. We did some research. We figured out how to do it. We took action. I didn't even do it. I had my 17-year-old son and my 45-year-old brother-in-law who not long ago was in prison and had a drug addiction. They went and hired this person, right? They did not pay anything to learn how to do that, okay? So while I am a big believer in investing in education when and how it makes sense, it doesn't make sense for you right now because you're trying to figure out how to pay your bills, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. So that's fine. But don't let that hold you back from learning what you want to learn, okay? Yeah. So... I'm going to ask you again, can you learn a skill if that's what you want to do? Can you learn a skill without spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a course? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can take what you can from, I mean, simply, I guess, watching videos on YouTube. But it's, I, I guess what I'm missing and what I think I need is like the guidance on it. But I feel like I'm, I feel like what you just said, like with the whole victim mindset, I feel like it's just me getting in my own spot. Yeah. So here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'm not saying this is. I want to be clear. This is not me saying that your main focus right now should be going out and learning a skill and starting a freelance business. Because you know what, you're going to hit the exact same obstacles you're hitting right now. Okay, except yeah. it's going to take you longer to get there because you're going to go learn the skill and then you're going to have to go try to get clients and you're going to say the same thing. You're going to say, oh, this doesn't work because of blah, 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 right? Like, if that's what you want to do for the long term, cool. Look, you know, you can try to figure out how to make that happen. But it sounds to me like right now you're trying to figure out how to pay the bills and be more prepared for your son that's going to be here soon, right? Yeah. So you've got to decide what you want. Like you're kind of, once again, I hear it in your voice. It's like, oh, you know, but you also told me I was ready to get on. You tell me all the stuff that you've done in your business that didn't work and that hasn't been working, but you've done it. And you basically told me you haven't been doing a whole lot. I mean, I have, that's not really what I mean. I mean, I have, like I, you know, I went as far as making the business card. I haven't printed any out because business cards don't mean anything. Yeah, you haven't even printed it out though. Like, no. Here's the thing. 
so many people spend so much time. And this is what I was trying to tell you. I went through our email chain. I, I basically was trying to tell you, forget about all that stuff. Reach out to 40 people a day. That's it. Like, people spend so much time making business cards and working on their website and making everything look cute and pretty because it's fun having a dream. It's fun having a vision, but when it's time to take action and actually do it, that's where people, they get, you know, they, they kind of get afraid, right? Yeah. I mean, the main, thing that scares, concerned. the main thing that scares me with this is the fact that, uh, I tried to put in for my business license and I haven't heard anything back from that yet. And I haven't got like any email notification saying that I even competed. So I had to do all that again. And my, um, what is it? Uh, LLC and everything like that. Like I don't, yeah, I, I I'm trying, but I haven't been able to fork up the money to actually buy the LLC worried? yet. Why, why are you worried about an LLC? Because I mean, that's what I thought I needed. Because I, I don't I don't want to be yeah. like doing a, you know, a a job and then someone you know ask about all that and not want to go through with it because I don't have like an actual business if that makes sense. You don't you you are your business. It's called a sole proprietorship. Like you are the business of James or whatever you call your business. Like people get too caught. Like think about it. Like if a kid's selling lemonade. And he doesn't have an LLC. Does anybody care? Hmm. No, right? An LLC it sure is an additional. And look, I'm not. I'm not an accountant. I'm not an attorney. I'm just sharing. I've bought and sold tons of things without having a business. We didn't even officially have Millionaire University until like recently. We, but it didn't keep us from doing things and taking action from going, right? Yeah. You get, you're getting, you're adding all these things like that don't need to be things. You worried about getting sued? Kind of. What, what, I'm, I'm not, I'm worried about my work. What happens if you get sued? What happens if you get sued? You got to go to court. I mean, right? not, not usually, very rarely do people ever go to court. But when someone sues someone, what do they try to take from them? Money. How much money do you have for someone to take? Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, so what are you worried about, man? Fair enough. I'll tell you what, many years ago, I was in this similar space with you, that you're in right now, where I was so concerned about what I was going to lose. And I started setting, like, getting into all this asset protection and wanted to make sure that no one, my name wasn't anywhere, and no one knew who I was, no one could find me, and not too long after that, like we weren't sure how to pay our bills and we were struggling and we weren't making any money. Cause I was so worried about what I was going to lose that I wasn't making anything right. Like people get so hung up on what they're going to lose, but what about what you're not doing to get what you don't have? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you got to stop worrying about designing business cards and websites and your LLC and all this stuff. And you just got to get out there and reach out to be like, how many people have you reached out to this week to see if they'd be interested in your service? So why are you telling me that you don't think people in your area are, might be not be interested in your service if you haven't reached out to anyone. 
Yeah, I guess it's just the mindset. Hundred percent mindset. People have cars. People have cars in eighty six. They're mechanic places. Of course people would want a mobile mechanic. But here's the thing. You've heard me talk about Yabetters. Have you heard me talk about that? No. There are two kinds of people. There are people who will find an excuse why things don't work, and then there are people who figure out or find ways to make them work or, or how things do work. There are people that if there are a ton of mobile mechanics, would say, oh, there's too many mobile mechanics. It's too competitive. And then the same person is going to say, oh, maybe this doesn't work in my area. There aren't any mobile mechanics in my area. It's all BS, man. Like, you go out there and freaking make it work, right? You said you've gotten two clients. Like, how, how did you get those clients? I mean, the only clients I've had so far is family. Okay, but how did you get them? Through either Word or Facebook, because I've seen I've, I've been sharing, I've been having people and family and friends have been sharing my posts, and you know, saying, you know, me actually showing that I did the job, and you know, just me saying that I had my business in general. They've been sharing it, and then just how many people then, have you called or texted directly? to let them know what you're doing and ask them if they would be interested in your service. When I, when I know I'm going back to the business card again, I'm sorry, but when I first made the business card, I actually sent it to like a hundred people on my Facebook and I've got, I, I got, I don't think I had any responses from that, but I guess I wasn't actually asking like if they needed. No, man, uh, you got to go straight to it. You got to go straight to it. Over time, different kinds of content marketing and stuff like that can start to work, but you just need to reach out to literally 50 to 100 people a day. And that's assuming that you still have your other job. I mean, if I were you, like, it doesn't sound like your other job is going so great. I would just yeah. walk away from that, and I would reach out to, like, a couple hundred people a day. I would also add, do you know how to clean a car? Yeah. I would add that, too. It's good to focus on something, but you, know, you say you want to make money. Go make money, man. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. 
when I was your age, I was going to college playing football and I was trying to get a job for $8 an hour, which today is probably like the $18 an hour job that, that you had. Right. And I couldn't yeah. get one. There's not enough jobs, too many kids, college kids, and I couldn't find anything. So I had this guy reached out to me that I knew from, from previously who's like, Hey, I manage a sales team. You should come work with me. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. And I was trying to find a dollar hour job. And finally out of desperation, I went and started selling, you know, satellite dish, which isn't really that popular anymore. But back in the day it was. And that first Saturday, like I saw this guy, I went around with him and it took a while, but within an hour he got a sell. I'm like, Oh, he just made a hundred bucks or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go try this on my own. It took me a couple hours, but I got one sell. I mean, $50 an hour. So from then on out, I started doing sales. I'd go to trade shows and send people to timeshare presentations. Instead of making $8 an hour, I started making 50 to to $100 an hour. But I had to be willing to put myself out there. I had to be willing to talk to people. I had to be willing to open my mouth. I had to be willing to ask. And it's a numbers game. The more people I asked, the more money I made. If I went and stood at a trade show and didn't try to get people to go to the timeshare presentation, I could have stood there and like not asked anyone or talked to anyone. Do you think I would have had anyone go? No. No. I could have sold satellite dish and like walked around and stayed in the car and not gotten out. Every single time I knocked on that first door, it was brutal. But after knocking that first door, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You're doing the easy part. You wrote like a little business plan. You kind of made some cards. You put some stuff on Facebook. You haven't really done anything that's going to get you business, especially at the beginning. Like, you've got to be willing to dig in and use brute force. It's similar to, once again, our, for our satellite dish business that we started. It's like, okay, I'm making money selling for other people. Now I'm going to start my own satellite dish business so I can make a little more money. But then I got it over my head. I had an office and partners and was doing all the, like, cutesy stuff, you know, trying to build this thing out, but I kept my off the ball, which was sales. I hired people to sell for me, like to, to hire people to sell, but they didn't get a job done. I kept my off the ball. I was trying to make the business perfect and all these structure things. And we ended up with $120,000 of debt. So went and moved in with a bunch of people, had a six month old son, wasn't the best situation, but did we had to do. And every day I woke, woke up early worked on administration stuff in the business and then just went out and busted my butt selling for 10, 12 hours a day in the heat because I knew that's what I had to do. So to me, I hear you saying that you're scared and you want to make things work, but you're not doing what it takes. Honestly, I'm just hearing two different things. You don't have to start a business. That's totally cool. If you don't, there's a couple different things I'd recommend. I'd recommend either getting a sales job because you can make more in sales. Sales isn't fun. It's hard, man. But you'll make more money if you're willing to reach out to people and ask people, right? And, and you can take the rejection. Or, and this sounds crazy because if I'm a millionaire university teaching people not to go to college, like I'd go get an education, man. Because you don't want to keep working for like minimum type wage your whole life, right? That's not a great way to take care of a family, you know? So right. these are my thoughts. I mean, it depends on what you're willing to do. Like, are you willing to go out tomorrow 
or today, I should say. Well, what, it's morning for me. It's night for you. So tomorrow. It is, it is nighttime right now. Are you willing to start making a list, like when we get off this call, and then tomorrow start reaching out to every single person you know? Like, is that something you think you would do, or is that something you wouldn't do? No, I can do that. I think it okay. was just the, the initial, like, when I first started, I got, you know, like, just the initial rejection. I had plenty of people asking me about, like, what I, you know, how much I charge and stuff. And I gave them prices that were, you know, a lot lower than what you think, what I would go for, you know, originally, which is already not good, I know. But, I mean, and then I still didn't get a response back. And I think the, the, the lack of response from my questions kind of just put me off. But Yeah, man, see, that's life. Nice. I know, I know you're young. I'm telling you right freaking now, that is life. That is going to happen to you time and time and time again. If you give up, like, okay, go work for someone else, man. Because you know what? That person who owns that business, they went through the the crap. They went through the stuff that you're not haven't wanted to go through so far. Take a big piece of paper. And every time you want to quit, put a big red X on it. And when you get to a thousand times of wanting to quit, but then you will probably get traction. Okay. But if you quit when you want to quit, you're never going to get anywhere. I think I've heard you say it. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. Being a successful business owner, someone who has freedom in their life to do what they want when they want, that has more money coming in almost passively than they have going out, to get to that point, to be somewhere where one in a hundred or one in a thousand people ever get isn't just given to you. You've got to be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do for a longer time than other people are willing to do it. Right. You've been giving up way too soon, man. So I'm not saying you need to do the mobile business. That's up to you what you want to do. Have you considered doing sales for someone else until you get the comfort with just putting yourself out there? I would like to. That's what I originally started looking for was a sales job because you know, I wanted to get the experience in sales because I think that would just help me, you know, mentally anyways. But I, I chose the mobile mechanic because I think it is a good idea. I mean, there isn't really – I can't really name one, actually, that is around here. Yeah, and dude, I, that's, you know, something, that's, something it, that's something I'm comfortable with, and I really know how to do it, and I'm good at it, you know. And, yep. So here, here's the thing. You're going to have to put some blood, sweat, and tears. It's not even really blood, sweat, and tears. We say that. But it's really a mental mindset. Our brains from back in the day, you know, if someone's afraid of getting eaten by a saber-toothed tiger or whatever, right? Like, yeah. our our brains are programmed to, we get into this zone, we go into this limbic phase in our brain where we're afraid of certain things. And we also wanted to be, like, included by the tribe, right? So... We, we don't like rejection. It's hard on us. And the truth is, it's just a mindset thing because nothing bad is really happening to you, right? Like you're not really going to get excluded from the tribe or kicked out or eaten by an animal. But that's the same feeling that we get. It's fight or flight, right? So you've got to choose if you're going to fight and keep going or if you're going to flight, Right. So your goal should be to get no's, honestly. I want you to go out and get 300 no's this week. Don't focus on the yeses because then you're going to be disappointed, right? And if you just focus on getting no's, if you get used to rejection and still keep going, 
then you'll succeed. And business is exponential. So the beginning is the hard part. That's why it's a barrier to entry, right? You have the dreams, you have all the things you want in life. You've got this big, fat barrier to entry, this, this like gatekeeper saying, oh, no, 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 no. Only few shall, shall pass by this gate. And you'll have this carnage out there in front of the gate because people can't hack it. So that's the hardest part. Once you get through that gate, it's not easy, but it gets easier. And it becomes exponential because now you have clients. You have people coming to you. You now have a little bit of money. You can do some marketing, right? But you got to be willing to pay the price. Can't give up so easily. So what do you think? Yeah. You up for it? Yeah, I think so. I, I think it just helps. I think I got it. I can't. I think I. I, I know. I know. I yeah. can do it. So go through. Look, I sent you an email. Like I don't know how long ago that email was, but I even told Hera. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I already knew you weren't going to do it because I gave you a challenge and you didn't, you didn't take it. You know, I literally said, I will give you $500 this week. If you just put yourself out there, go for it. You're like, Oh, I got to get this. I'm like, okay. I don't even think I responded. Or maybe I did respond, but it was like, okay, he's not going to do it, which is fine. Like you just weren't ready. So I guess we'll see if you're ready now. So what's you your, know. what's your goal going to be? What's your goal going to be for tomorrow? How many people are you going to reach out to tomorrow? As many as I can write down. You know, smart goals are, right? Smart goals, it's specific, measurable, attainable. I forget what the R is, but time bound, right? So to have a goal, you need to know when you're going to do what you're going to do and like exactly what is that going to look like, right? So for example, your goal for tomorrow should be like, how many people are you going to reach out to? Not however many I can. You're not going to, it's not going to get you anywhere. I want to hear a commitment from you, not just to me, but to, to yourself. How many people is James Metcalf Jr. going to reach out to tomorrow to let them know about his business? Not let them know, but very specifically ask them if they would be interested in, and you know do whatever you got to do. If people understand a little about you and your why, they're a lot more apt to do it. Honestly, I thought you'd reached out to like hundreds of people. This is a thought I had. I would almost reach out to people and say, and it depends on your relationship with them. If you know them, I'd say, hey, this is James. I'm starting a new either car detailing business or auto mechanic, whatever business you want to focus on, right? Yeah. But let's say you did car detailing. You could say, I'm starting this new business. I'm looking to grow and get more clients. I have a baby on the way and I really want to change some situations. If you're able to support me in this, that would be great. Here's what I'm willing to do. I'm happy to come out and wash your car, any vehicles you have. This week, I'm actually putting myself out. I'm quitting my job. I'm just going to go for this. You know what I mean? You want to be in the middle of not too desperate or like putting it on them, but also letting them know like, hey, I'm doing this and I'd love your support. That makes sense. So you could say what I'm actually doing is I'm offering free car washings so I can get like testimonials and build up some clientele. I would love it if you'd let me come out and wash your car. Or you could say something like, or you can decide like what you want to pay me. Because here's the truth. Like people are going to pay you. Yeah. No one that you really know, like, or very rarely is going to actually let you wash the car for free. Maybe some guy off the street might, but 
that you don't know, right? But you could even do that, dude. You could like literally, you could find a location, you could put a car wash sign, and then you could take donations. Anyway, I'm just brainstorming. Like you just gotta well, got to start doing stuff. So, yeah, I would reach out to all the people you know, and you can do you can do the mechanic option if you want. But I'm saying a lower barrier to entry because I need to get my car fixed maybe a couple times a year. I need to get my car washed like every week. And then over time, yeah, you get more solid prices because then you're going to extend out beyond friends and family, right? Yeah. But have you heard of six degrees of separation? You've heard you that talked term? about it. And you said that before, right? Yeah. Within six connections, like if there's anyone in the world that you want to meet, if you go through six different people, like someone that you know and then someone that they know, someone that they know, and you would know every single person in the world. You could connect with anyone in the world, right? So right. think about that when you're thinking about your business. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to run out of people. No, you won't. Because <laughs> there's billions of people in the world, first of all. But you won't even run out, even if you never do a single piece of actual like digital paid marketing, you will never run out of people to talk to because for every one person that you know, that person knows 10, 20, 50 people. And then every one of those people know the same amount, right? The expansion will just keep going. So make a list. Like I'll make this list right and get off the phone. Every single person, you know, go through your phone, go through your Facebook friends, go through just anything that's on your mind. Think through Family, think of anyone, anyone that's local, right? Right. And I'd reach out to all of them and offer them your services, essentially. And think less, do more, right? Maybe the first thing that you text to someone is different than the next person, but like, you just, just do it. Just send it. Don't overthink it. Just last week, Tyson was supposed to reach out to get sponsors, and he was overthinking it. He was trying to come up with this perfect media kit. I said, just reach out to people. I said, tomorrow you need to reach out to 20 people or you're fired. Yeah. And he still hesitated. And I called him and talked to him in the morning, talked him through it. And he reached out to 50 people that day. Right. And now we're getting like a lot of interest. But he's going to see it. He couldn't believe it until he just did it. So the truth is I'm telling you stuff to say, I don't care what the heck you say. You just need to reach out. Like I call them touches. You need to reach out to, like, how many people do you think you can reach out to tomorrow? Do you text or call them or whatever? I, I could definitely do 50. Okay. So you reach out to at least 50 people directly tomorrow, addressing them by name, letting them know the situation. Just speak from your heart, man. But, you know, don't be, like, oh, desperate, but just at the same time, like, let people know, hey, this is something, like, I'm going to start doing. I'm really passionate about it. Like, I really want to make a change for my family. But also, like, I'm qualified to do this. You know, it's something I'm qualified to do, and I, I'm just really excited. And hope you'll be able to support me in this. If not, totally understand. If you have anyone you could refer to me, I'd greatly appreciate it. But if not, I just appreciate you and you taking – you know what I mean? You don't want to, like, make people feel, like, bad or anything. But you also want to be direct in what you're looking for. Right. Okay? So, yeah, reach out to 50 people tomorrow. So send me an email and let me know that you did it. And then let me know what the response was. And we'll go from there. Action leads to information. We don't really know what to do after tomorrow until you take those steps. Because I was going to say then read 50 to 100 people the next day and the next day and the next day. But you might get some responses. You might get some interest. 
right. you might realize that you need to reach out to 50 people to get one person interested. Is that worth it? Could be because then that one person could lead to many more. Absolutely. And let's say you're washing the cars. How many times does that one person need to get the car washed? It could lead to repeat people. You might find that you only need to reach out to 20 people. So you might get two customers tomorrow. You might get three. You might get four. You might get five. I mean, we don't know that. So if you get a bunch of customers, and that means, hey, go do the work. And then ask for referrals. And then you reach out to more people when you need more people, right? Right. But if you only get, like, one person, that's fine. Then go do that job. Reach out to another 50 people. And then pretty soon you'll start to see a snowball effect over time. So mm-hmm. start there. Send me an email. Let me know after you did it. And let me know what the results were. And we'll take it from there. All right. Sound like a plan? Yes, hey, you're the man, James. Okay, All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Let's give it up for James Metcalf Jr. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that call as much as I did. James is a stud. James, we really appreciate you coming on again and being so vulnerable. It takes guts to come on, and I can get pretty direct sometimes. So once again, we appreciate you coming on and being willing to be coached in front of thousands of people. A lot of times you hear us here at Millionaire University talking about taking action, but we don't just say take action. We say take effect effective action where it counts and we say take fast effective action and what we mean by that is not just doing things not just making business cards or making websites or decorating your office or writing a business plan like all of that stuff is just like stuff some of it can be good or important at the right time but the truth is taking effective action means really reaching out to people really getting out of your comfort zone going for the sell. I want you to imagine a target and you need to hit that center target. What most people do is, first of all, they don't even hit the rings just outside of that very center target. They totally miss the mark completely. They're not even hitting the dartboard. They're not even hitting the target at all. But a lot of times what people are doing is they're kind of hitting the outside center. But the truth is, if you want to succeed in business and in life, you've got to hit that target. You've got to do the things that really matter. You've got to reach out to people that you've got to reach out to. And then over time, like we talked about, business is exponential and there will be other opportunities that you'll have. All right, we just made it through our second funnel unscathed. It's pretty cool, pretty cool wood carvings. So here's the thing, James, like so many other people, had a vision, he had a goal, he has a vision, he has a goal, he has these dreams, and that's the first step, right? He knows what's possible, he wants to do these things, and he came up with his business idea. That's another step most people never get to. They think you have to have this big, huge, crazy business idea, and you don't. In fact, people who think that usually never do anything or take action or think they can do anything, and if they do, the chances of succeeding are a lot less. So James came up with idea very doable idea, very realistic idea, something that works for him, but he was allowing so many things to get in his way. But the truth is, it's just because he didn't want to do the hard things that our brain does not want to do. Our brain does not like rejection. Our brain doesn't like to ask people questions, to ask people if they'll buy our services. We don't want to possibly get a no. If there's a chance of us getting a no, that's a word we do not want to hear. Then a lot of times we won't go for it. 
But the truth is all James really needs is a handful of customers, a handful of clients, repeat customers, people that need their car washed or their car worked on on a consistent basis. And he's golden. He can have a solid business and then from there he can grow. He can do marketing, he'll have revenue coming in. He can hire people to help him. Then he can really grow and scale. But you've got to be willing to take that initial first action. You've got to get through that part. You've got to get through the trough of sorrow as they call it. Because what happens is people have a dream and you can hold on to that dream until you take action. Once you take action, it becomes a reality. And then it feels like, oh, it didn't work. People didn't want to do it. People weren't interested. Start to get into your head. And then you come up with different excuses like, oh, this doesn't work in my area. Because of course, we can't take accountability 100%. If we do that, we have to tell ourselves that we're afraid or scared and no one wants to admit to that right so we come with these reasons like oh this business doesn't work in my area oh i need to get an llc my job it's my job's fault right like all kinds of things i've heard it all time and time again so just remember take fast effective action where it counts that's why we say fell forward fast focus on getting people to say no at the beginning is the hardest. The first cut is the deepest. You've got to be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do to have things in a life that other people don't have. So think of the thing that you're most afraid of. And that's probably the thing that you need to be doing. So set a goal of what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, exactly what it's going to look like, how many of what you're going to do and make it happen. I know a lot of times we talk about taking fast, effective action, and that's great to hear. But I hope that hearing James today, hearing his exact situation helps you see that a little more, helps you see where you might not be taking that fast, effective action. And the truth is, we talk about these things being hard and they're really not that hard. Just in our brain, we think they're hard. But once you do it, once you knock that first door, once you make that first call, you send that first text, from there on out, it gets easier and easier. It gets better and better. And then over time, you have better systems. You come up with your KPIs. You know that for every 100 people you reach out to, you're gonna get five people to say yes. Or you're gonna get 10 people to say maybe, and then five people to say yes. And then over time, you can hire other people to help you do these things. So it starts out, the beginning's the hardest, then it gets better over time. You just gotta take those first steps. And once again, it's not easy because it's hard in our mind, it's hard. In our mind, we don't like that rejection. But if you focus on getting the nose, if your goal is to get the nose, then over time, you'll find more success and you'll figure out how to get more yeses for every time you ask. You'll continue to improve your process, improve the things you say, improve the way you go about it. And that's how you start, grow, and scale a business that will change your life forever. So my question to you is, is it worth it? The question that you ask yourself is, is it worth it? There's no shame in going and working for someone else who was willing to do that. They went through these steps. Like you don't have to do it. There's no shame in getting a college degree. Like maybe you already have one. There's no shame in just trying to continue to improve your situation financially by not starting your own business but if you want to start your own business you have to be willing to go through this part of the process it's the only way and it looks different for everyone some people might go about it in you know kind of like the funnels that we just went through it might be a little more passive they may not go direct for the sell they may not just reach out to people and ask them but that takes longer 
And that's kind of some of the things that James was kind of talking about. I hear so many people talk about they want to be a content creator and they want to do a YouTube channel and they want to do all these things. And that's great. You can absolutely make money doing those things. But those things take way longer. They're way harder. It takes a lot more time. You can have great results over time if you're willing, able, and have the ability to put in literally years. You can do it on the side or if you have a bunch of money in savings and you're able to do that, great. But someone like in James' situation says, I need to make money today. I need to make money tomorrow. I will do whatever it takes. You kind of got to go straight for it. You want to go to like a service business. You might want to go do sales for someone else. You might want to work for someone else. But if you have time to learn a skill on the side and you want to do that, that's great too. But maybe you keep your job, learn a skill on the side, start doing that over time, and then you can grow into that thing. So, all right, guys, hope that makes sense. Get out there, take action, make some goals, make it clear, be specific, set a time when you're going to do it commit to that, find an accountability partner if you need to, and go out and do the things that it takes to change your life. You guys can do it. James, you can do it. I believe in you. I have no doubt you'll make it happen, but you got to make it happen. It's going to get harder before it's going to get easier, but it's the consistency just day in and day out. In some ways, I almost don't even like it when people get too hyped up because you just got to wake up and you got to do it. You just got to put in the work. You got to make it happen. It's not easy, but it's totally worth it. All right, this is Justin Williams, your chief. Just do it. Take action. Make it happen. Take effective action where it counts. Officer signing off. We are almost to our Airbnb in Abood. We're going to go explore some monkey temples and rice fields and all kinds of cool stuff. It's way different out here, huh? Not nearly as much pollution. What do you tell Brillin? Sing Brillin's busting out. Sing it, Brillin. Sing it. I couldn't hear you. What did you say? I will say it's way more open out here. The other places we've been to have been a lot more touristy a lot more traffic a lot they've been beautiful and amazing but just so much traffic and cars and lots of smoke and pollution so beautiful out here so we're gonna go make it happen you guys are awesome take action reach out if you need anything justin millionaireuniversity.com we'll talk to you next time on the millionaire university podcast adios class dismissed (laughs) class dismissed Hey, Eric Fisher here, and if you love the conversations and lessons happening on this show, and you've heard my voice before, you'll love my show, Beyond the To-Do List. It's a podcast about productivity and getting things done in all the areas where we wear multiple hats and roles, but also about the true meaning of productivity, living a more meaningful life. Look, you've got a never-ending to-do list, but add this podcast to your to-do list and it will help you tackle the rest. Go right now, wherever you're listening to this, and search Beyond the To-Do List and hit follow or subscribe. Start listening and get that boost for your productivity that you've been needing. Again, that's beyond the to-do list. Search in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast.